here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent and your host. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. Hey everybody, guys and ladies, thank you for coming back to Podcasting Your Global Career. Really delighted with my guest today, but before I get into my guest today, I would like to just inspire you guys to please share this episode. I know there's someone out there who will find this content really, really valuable. And also, you're helping this show immensely uh, by sharing it with somebody you know. Uh, My guest today, his name is Brandon Andrew. He's been in sales for over 25 years and medical device sales and management industry for 17 years. So for you people who love sales, this is the show for you. In that time, Brandon, he's built up over 40 clinics, trained and hired over 30 employees and personally licensed four other hearing professionals. He's conducted over 100 seminars on hearing loss and hearing aid technology and has maintained a position of top producers in his industry for over seven years. He's personally sold and dispensed over $1 million in hearing aid sales a year for the past five years, which is 50% more than the average. He believes in providing world-class service to each individual. It's not only needed, but it's deserved by all. But his greatest joy comes from helping others succeed and reaching their potential. So uh, let's strap up our seatbelts because we're taking a ride from Salt Lake City to your town today with Brandon Andrew. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Dharmic Evolution Podcast. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, and today I have Brandon Andrew uh, with me. Welcome, Brandon. Thanks for being here today. It's good to meet you. See you here. Out in Salt Lake City, we're on a uh, remote location, having a good time and meeting a lot of uh, really high-level, um, excited entrepreneurs. So uh, I'm glad to we have a chance to have some time together. So um, you're in the healthcare industry yeah. and have been for some time. And both my son and my fiance are both in the industry. So uh, I'm excited to talk to you about um, your journey. And first of all, how did you get into this uh, sector? It's a good question. Um, so prior to this, I was uh, a regional sales manager for a, a large countertop company out of LA. And um, they had a manufacturing plant in Arizona, moved to Arizona. And uh, while I was there, one of my ecclesiastical leaders was in audiology, fit hearing devices. And uh, he was like, Brandon, I can see your like working with people, you're passionate about helping people. Would you be interested in this industry? And I was like, I don't know, you know. Um, so I took a few days off and went and worked with him in his clinic, just kind of saw what he did. And I was like, gosh, this is far more rewarding on a personal level than what I'm doing. Um, and so I went down the path of a sponsorship program for the next while and uh, got licensed and then yeah, opened my own clinic. And then since then, just been managing other people's clinics and, and just recently uh, partnered up with two good friends and we're opening clinics across the Western United States. And so, yeah, anyway, that's kind of how I got into it, though. What an undertaking. Opening a clinic, just one, uh, has to be 
uh, a monumental task. <laughs> but to do <laughs> there's a little stress there. Yeah, but to do many, and uh, so it sounds like you sort of scaled this into uh, you know something bigger than you first imagined. So when you did the first one, um, what was it that made you say, hey, "I can do this," or you know, was it just a thought that hit you right away, or is it something you developed over time that you wanted to do? Well, so both of my parents are entrepreneurs and in, in sales. And so they were always like, you know, work for yourself, don't work for anybody else. Um, and so I guess I kind of always had that growing up. I, you know, I grew up buying and selling bicycles when I was 12, mowing lawns to buying and selling cars when I was 15 until forever, you know? And so um, I guess I kind of, first of all, had that be pushed, I guess, from my yeah, parents, right? right. Um, and then going forward to opening my own clinic and then and going from there. So it's an interesting story, but you know, in 08, the world kind of United States, we got rocked pretty well. Yeah. And that I had just opened my clinic about eight months before that and hired two of my friends to come on, started the licensing process with them and then everything fell apart yeah. and, uh, all of my life savings, everything just went down the toilet. Oh, and so from that point on, I was like, you know, do I want to stay in this industry? Should I get out of it, go do something else? And, you know, it, it took a minute for me to recognize that this is where I want to stay. I like the impact that I can make in other people's lives and um, the feeling you obviously get when you're helping somebody else, you know, with your podcast or whatever it is. Um, so I decided to stick in it, but rather than own my own clinic, I decided I, I, I'm really about developing um, talent and other people and helping them reach their potential. And so I wanted to then work for other companies and helping them build up their clinics and their practices. And so from that time until now, that's kind of what I've done. Um, I was with a great company for about 10 years. And, you know, when I started with them, they had about four or five clinics and, uh, and then we got bought out, which was kind of the whole purpose of me starting with them was was helping them build that up to 130 clinics or whatever it was. Um, and last day of November last year was my last day. The first day of December was my first day with my you know partners that I'm with now. And um, you know we probably only have about 10 clinics right now, but the goal is to build that to 50 to 80 clinics over the next uh, you know three to five years, and then probably max out at that point but um you know what's got me to this point was just uh wanting to help people and um being passionate about um helping those who are in need with hearing loss i've had that in my family you know people who have been struggling with hearing and understanding and so having that be a part of my life and family members that are hearing impaired has always kind of pushed me to try and do what I can to help those who are in need for that. So I invest my time in people, your quote. Love that. Uh, something I try to live by too. Uh, it's the most valuable investment in the world, you know? Absolutely. Um, so, so many things to unpack here. First of all, the clinics and how were you able to were you able to partner with capital investment firms private equity firms like how did you fund the whole 
Yeah. So, um, you know, like in any industry, if you can work with your vendors, the, the manufacturers, you know, in our industry, there's like six manufacturers, main manufacturers across the world. Um, typically I would tell somebody if they're, you know, getting into that, see what you can do, you know, going down that road and then picking the manufacturers that you want to align yourself with, who's going to give yeah. you the best support, um, and all of that. And so, um, you know, some of this is, uh, private capital, other may be directly coming from the manufacturer. And so it depends on, you know, how big you want to grow, the commitment you're going to get from your manufacturers. Um, you know, they all have a commitment unit of you need to fit this many of our products or this percentage of our products if we're going to be giving you, you know, the capital to be able to grow. And um, just to be clear that we're talking about specifically medical device companies? Uh, hearing aid manufacturers. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, those are the ones that, you know, we work with specifically, um, you know, but a lot of companies may do, you know, private capital or try and raise their own, you know, or go to banks or whatever it is. In this yeah. case, we want to work with the manufacturers because they're the ones we're dealing with every day. They have a vested interest clearly in, you know, yeah. our success. So yeah. it's a, it's a good relationship, you know, when you go down that road. So, so tell me about, you got inspired by your family to do the hearing aid road. Um, they've been around for a long time. As a matter of, I remember my grandfather, like he was like feeding back all the time, you know, like yeah. all the time. It's like, yeah. you know, and, and my mother thought it was my electric guitar. And it's no, it was my grandfather's hearing aids. You know, <laughs> that's how it is. Like, what's going on here? So obviously we've come a long way with technology from those days, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, even my mom had the same thing. Um, when she, when she got older, she, um, she was using the hearing aids all the time. The batteries would work and she lost it and very expensive. So where are we in this cycle now? Like what's the latest technology for hearing aids and how they work? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, when I started, I don't know, 16, 17 years ago, we had just kind of come into this digital era from an analog hearing aid, which, you know, when you think of an analog hearing aid, like what you're talking about, it's primarily just an amplifier, yeah. right? It, it it doesn't find certain frequencies to raise up. It raises everything Every, up like an amplifier yeah. does, right? Yeah. Now, digital hearing devices, we can go in frequency specific, raise up those areas where the, you know, losses located at. Yeah. Um, and so that had just started and thank goodness I started at that time. But um, from then until now, huge. I mean, and honestly, the some of the biggest changes that have taken place have been in the last three years, three to five years. And so people who maybe have got fit with hearing devices five, six years ago, different story now. Now they're AI um language translators in it you oh, know wow. to bluetooth compatibility you don't have to deal with those dumb batteries they're rechargeable to hold the so, charge so let me stop you for a second yeah you said something so important that it changes the language so how about somebody who doesn't need a hearing aid it's, I'm, i want to go to japan yeah. but i don't speak japanese yeah, i don't yeah, know what yeah. they're saying can yeah, i do that do that for that's, sure that's unbelievable yeah you can do that <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's just amazing it you know the the thing that's cool is that i'm a big techie person anyway um but when it comes to a quality of life issue yeah. and you're relying on the technology that's there to increase the quality of my relationship with everybody I interact with. Yeah. That's a, it's a big deal. And really so, um, now is, it's a great time if you do have hearing loss to be able to 
get the help that's available out there. You know, the medical arena um, and technology and advancements that have been made in the last five or 10 years is astounding. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they've spared no expense in this area. You know, I know every manufacturer out there probably spends anywhere from about 80 to 120 million just in R&D. And so a lot of times people are like, why are hearing aids so much? You know, that they're teeny. It's it's not like, you know, a TV screen. It's this big thing that you're getting. And it's like, well, yeah, they have to nano size all of that yeah. technology. And it's all the R&D that goes into bringing that to the market. And so, um, you know, they're the innovators of a lot of different tech that's out there from, you know, the technology of noise canceling that's in our phones and other areas of our life that we're becoming accustomed to. It typically starts out in this area of manufacturing hearing aids and being able to attenuate that noise while giving that priority amplification of the speech, which is what we're looking for. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, you touch on so many good points and it, it keeps reminding me of my mom. And when you bring in the personal element to this, it's like I remember her when she was doing the hearing aids. They were, were working sort of and they weren't, but she would be excluded from conversations. And she's very gregarious and she just loves people, kids. And, and you could see her from across a noisy room with all the family around. Everybody's having all these conversations and um, she can't participate. And you see her struggling, trying to almost lip read and trying to like, you know, get in the conversation. And like you mentioned, it's a big deal for people when they lose, you know, the edge on that. And it, it just removes them from society. Almost, yeah. You know? Yeah. So going to the the noise level thing, which drives me crazy. And thank God I have so, I have good hearing for, for a guitar player. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm blessed because I've always protected my hearing, you know, because it's one of my, as a songwriter, that's the most valuable thing I have um, is my hearing. And, but I still get really crazy when i'm in a real loud room with hard surfaces and the sound is just bouncing everywhere right and the, the noise elevation just people compete unconsciously unknowingly raising their voices louder and they're right across the table from each other yeah and you're just getting pelted yeah so you bring up an interesting point of you're able to attenuate these devices in such a way that it can shield some of that background noise out yeah. and just, wow. Yeah. That's... Um, you know, they're, it's crazy how they're able to do it now. But, um, you know, when I first started with this and we said, oh, they had noise canceling features. I was like, yeah, do they though? And they did, you know, but nothing like it is today. Yeah, um, it didn't work for it. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the reality is, look, you and I go sit in a restaurant and we both have good hearing. I'm still going to be looking at your lips because yeah, I can't hear. Yeah. It right. gets squelched out. It's right. like, what do you say? I'm such a syllable yeah. that just got lost. You know? Yeah. Did he just curse at me, or did he compliment? Me? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, and so you know, everybody kind of has that challenge anyway. But then yeah. when you have a hearing loss, you know, the thing that people don't really recognize is that people who have a hearing loss, it's not that they don't hear people; it's that they don't understand them. Yes. They didn't come through clear. Yeah. Um, and it's because of the type of loss that the all of us typically develop, which is called a high frequency hearing loss or clarity. Right. We don't hear the consonants. We hear the vowels, which, you know, you think of the vowels, oh, get your yeah. We can project that loudly, but the consonants you can't make loud no matter what you do physically because we enunciate those with our lips, tongue, and teeth. Right. Yeah. And so um, now we're trying to 
really focus on what the problem is, which is an understanding problem, not a hearing problem. And so when other people know that about those who are hearing impaired, it helps us deal with that differently. They don't need you to speak up and yell at them. They yeah. already hear you, right? right? They need you to enunciate. Slow down. Face them. Look at, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, be really clear. Yeah, it's different when, uh, especially if somebody's adopting slang or down-homing language and you're just going through it really fast and somebody's hearing challenge, they're, they're getting maybe 50% of what you're trying to convey to them. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, let me ask you, best way for people to reach you and support you, Brandon? How can we reach you? How can everybody connect with you? Yeah, um, you know, my LinkedIn profile is probably about the easiest, um, although I, I got to admit I haven't really used much of that in the past. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Brandon Andrew, I'm in Utah, you know, through LinkedIn, or they can reach out to me, Brandon Andrew Coaching. Okay. Gmail. Okay. Um, but I, I don't know if I need... My thing here today isn't to help me. It's to probably raise awareness and help those. Um, you know, we're always looking for dedicated hearing care providers. Okay. Or, you know, I think honestly, the most important people in our clinics are is our person who is our front office, our, our patient care coordinator. Right. They're huge. You know, yeah. and I think a lot of times it, 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 in any business, we look over the most important people that really make everything else work. Yeah. you know, which is the person who's greeting the person coming in the door. So I, I really value people with integrity that are there to help people, not just help themselves. Yeah. Um, the gatekeeper. And, yeah. Yeah. And Absolutely. not just that, but you know, people, um, forget, and I'll share a quick story. I, I was getting a blood test one time and it was this busy clinic. Uh, I was going in for, I don't know what, a, you know, test or something and boom, one person after another rushing in to get the blood and the woman never looked up. Big woman sitting behind. She asked me my name, and I, I said, "What's your name?" And she just stopped and and looked at me like, like she gave me her name, you know, and sort you of care. smiled. Yeah, and it, it it wasn't that I asked; it's that no one else did. Yeah, you know, and she probably saw probably a hundred people that day. Yeah, and just little things like you're mentioning, and I, and I feel comfortable sharing these things with you because you're, I can tell you the same way. Uh, you know, whenever I sit down to eat, the first thing I do is ask the person's name who's serving, you know, because it's just like, you know, you want everybody to feel value because they're so worth it. Yeah. Because we all have value. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And, you know, especially like the things that you're doing, you're helping people like here. I mean, that's just an amazing, you go out in the forest and hear the birds sing now, you know, yeah, yeah. things like that. Hear All these things we take for granted that you don't yeah. recognize other people are missing out on. Yeah. Tell me about your coaching. A little bit. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I like to work with individuals that are maybe stuck in a rut trying to figure out, um, and this really kind of comes down to coaching as far as directly related to sales. I've been in sales since I was like 12. My mom and dad were both, you know, entrepreneurs and sales people. And so, so, so you've got it in your DNA. Yeah. yeah. I can't get out of it. You're probably a good closer too. It's like, yeah. How do you need 10 minutes to close this uh, coaching call? <laughs> no, I, I'm probably not the greatest closer to be honest. I'm not Well, that's because you're, you're not a pressure guy. I yeah. Can tell. You yeah. just, you just like let them buy. Yeah, you know, that's yeah, you're exactly right. Big difference. Yeah, I think, yeah. you know, for for me with sales, I guess here's the thing um, with coaching and for me, which coaching really just comes down to being, are you a good listener? And can you see what, perceive what the person's needs are? But 
um, and then try and help them find a solution for that. You know, um, I have a degree in psychology as well that I got after I started this industry, and it was because I wanted to really understand what it takes to help a person get from point A to point B. Okay? Yeah. And, and with that being said, um, and in the communication, you know, arena that we're in, I think it really comes down to taking the time and the effort to understanding where a person's at, to assessing how to get them to the next stage. And so as far as coaching goes, whether it's sales or whatever it is, that's the starting point is becoming a good listener. I think that's the most effective tool in any relationship, right? And yeah. if you can't hear, it's hard to know what to do next. You know, the saying of, you know, people may not remember what you said, but they'll remember how they felt. How they felt. Yeah, you know, so important. has a lot to do with what we hear. You, you, it's hard to have that feeling if you didn't hear it in the first place, yeah. right? And so I think being a good listener, being persistent, consistent, having integrity in what you're doing in your workplace or or whatever, you know, those would be guiding structures I, I grew up with, you know, from my dad is, um, and he's, he's passed on now, but you know, some of those pearls of wisdom that I got from him was being consistent, yeah. you know, being persistent and having integrity in everything that you do. That's what brings about a life where you can look back on and, and have the gratitude for the blessings you have, but feeling of success and accomplishment, you know, yeah. for me. Right. What's the most passionate part of your day? Like, what do you really love to do? Because you do a lot of things, um, but really, what really gets you fired up? <laughs> Helping other people. Yeah, you just know, in a general sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. whether it's the person who's at our front or the patient that's in front of me, um, or I'm big into family. You know, I have very talented daughters and, and my son. I think being able to have those conversations and being able to, if I can, help them out. Those are the things that I look forward to. Three kids? Day. Four kids. Four kids? Yep, three girls and a son. Wow. Yeah. God bless you. Thank awesome. you. Yeah. So tell me about what do you do for you? What does Brandon do when he wants to like chill out? Just take some time. <laughs> like you're, in, you're obviously and you're in good shape. So you take care of yourself. Yeah. So what gets you like? like fired up about just having downtime away from the business side of life? Yeah. Um, I like being in nature. I've always been into, um, hiking, off-roading, you know, we were talking yeah. about, I have a Jeep. I've always been into that, uh, motorcycles, all of that stuff is, is awesome. But, um, I love playing games with my kids, whether it's video games, you know, with my son or board games with my daughters. Um, I love listening to audio books. I, I probably do a book a month. Um, and so, yeah, those things I get yeah. excited about. And podcasts too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a new thing for me, but it's pretty awesome. <laughs> you know, there's, is that the podcast became the saving grace for me. I did a lot of trips uh, from New Jersey to Nashville and I drove a lot because I get to go through the Shenandoah Valley. I, I'm a nature lover too. And I like just all of that, but that a podcast is your best friend when you're on an extended car trip you yeah, know it's yeah. like you could just burn through them you know yeah. and pick up so much knowledge and and learning when did you first become interested in podcasts was it along with the audiobooks or sort of you know at the same time it was probably when this whole covid pandemic yeah you know scenario i started getting into following different podcasters and um i was traveling distances from one clinic to the next at times and so, man, they uh, they were kind of my lifeblood during that time, listening to really good podcasters and um, trying to 
take away those pearls of wisdom that they have. And, you know, I, I love interacting and hearing people who most people aren't aware of yeah. because they're the ones that are kind of the secret, you know, warriors that are out there that are in the trenches that are giving you real feedback that they haven't really thought maybe a lot about. And yeah. you're like, man, I can understand where that person's coming from. So yeah, I love podcasts. Yeah. They're awesome. For, cer for certain people then, um, I would counsel to say the reason why I'd say, you know, I've spent probably, you know, I don't know how many thousands of dollars on courses and things, and I probably took away more value for free off of podcasts than all those courses combined. You know, it's yeah. such a rich uh, ecosystem of, of value bombs just waiting for you to, you know, help yourself. You know? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Um, any closing thoughts you'd like to finish up with? Anything you'd like to say to the audience as far as offer a, a thought? blessing, anything at all? Yeah, I think, um, you know, something my dad always said was, you know, Brandon, you need to give world-class service to every person you come in contact with or, or you don't deserve their business. And I think that's something that our society's maybe kind of lost. I think as we get into this, you know, internet digital era, we become desocialized in a way. Yeah. And I think we've got to remember that we're all here having this experience and our own experiences enriched by trying to enrich other people's, you know, of, of giving back, reaching out and, and giving your best and every opportunity you have. And, and that's what I know has brought me a lot of peace. And I'm so grateful my dad gave me that. Yeah. Amen to that. <laughs> Brandon, thank you so much for being a part of the Dharmic Evolution. I appreciate you being here. And I just want to wish all of God's blessings on you, your family, your children, your wife, and your business moving forward. God Thank bless you. Thank you so much. Life. You too. Thank you. Uh, Another great show. So glad you guys showed up today for podcasting your global career. Please check out all the links in the show notes. My coaching link is in there. Let's uncover your purpose and get a discovery session with me. No obligation. What have you been waiting for? I'm your host for podcasting your global career, James Kevin O'Connor. So until the next time, when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. Ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery. If wishes were windows, I'd open one and
Take a ride. 